Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Welcome to Episode 12, How to Find Employees. This is your source for employer intelligence delivered straight to your brain through these audio waves in just seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I am your ally and employer brainiac, and I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. Today, I'll tell you the best source for finding your next great employee. In episode two, we learned about the first step in the hiring process, which is to create a job description. And I want to remind you of a few takeaways from that episode. A job description guide you to the right employee for the task. Every position in your company needs one. Having a job description can avoid duty creep. It can help determine who's doing their job and who isn't. And it makes performance reviews a whole lot easier. So it is a great idea. And I highly recommend that you create a job description for every position in your company. Now the second step in the process is to search for qualified candidates. Sounds easy enough, but if you've had any experience hiring employees, then you know this is a major pain. So the best ways to find employees are these. Referrals, job boards and search engines, temporary staffing firms, recruiters, and family. Yeah, even family. Let's talk about these one at a time. First up, referrals. Referrals from current employees of their friends or former coworkers has been my most successful source for finding great new hires, bar none. In fact, I recently hired a senior software developer who was referred to me by our controller. This is our first go-to source when looking to recruit new people. Next, job boards. According to the International Association of Employment websites, there are 40,000 employment sites worldwide. Now, job boards a site where employers post open positions for a fee. Now, the most successful job board is CareerBuilder, and they're a general industry player, but there are are also several industry-specific or niche boards out there, such as ones that focus on technology and engineering, and even ones that focus on a specific segment, such as entry-level jobs. My experience with these for-profit job boards hasn't been that great. While they generate a lot of activity, the major portion of the applications that we receive are not even remotely qualified for the position that they're applying for. For the most part, they just consist of people who are looking for a huge promotion, and you'll spend a ton of time sifting through all the unqualified applications. I've had good success with college, university, and even religious organization job boards, and recently with LinkedIn service. As for the college and university boards, you get young, educated individuals, as you might expect, but they don't have very much work experience, and they tend to be disappointed with starting salaries. Now, that can be overcome with a good benefits package and other non-insurance perks like a flexible work schedule, a liberal paid time off policy, and telecommuting options. But these millennials learn and advance quickly, and it's sometimes a challenge to keep up with their personal growth. You can't always advance them to new positions with increased responsibilities and compensations, and if you can't keep up with that growth, then they'll move on. But that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Recently, I discovered LinkedIn service, and the jury's still out on how successful this will be, but I think it's going to give recruiters a run for their money. 
It's a fantastic job board in as much that it has a deep candidate pool that consists of these highly qualified professionals who are continually maintaining their work history and skills. Job search engines, uh, they aggregate listings from thousands of different sources, including the job boards and employer websites. And the most successful example of a job search engine is Indeed. Some of these search engines let you post for free, but in order to get the visibility you want, you basically have to buy the traffic. Otherwise, your posts are just going to be buried under a mountain of other employer posts. As for these job search engines, honestly, I haven't tried them, so I can't really give you my opinion. But based on my research, I'm seriously going to be utilizing Indeed. Next, to temporary staffing. I, I love staffing. Working with temp staffing companies is, in my opinion, the quickest way to get good help. It's not only a way to keep fully staffed during busy times, but it gives you the opportunity to evaluate an individual and make sure they're a good fit before you hire them. And almost every temp staffing firm offers this temp to perm service. It's a little expensive, but depending on how you value your time and how important it is to fill the position right away, it can be a good value. It's extremely convenient, and I've used it several times. In fact, I currently have an employee we just hired through a temp staffing firm. She worked for us for 13 weeks, and then we were able to take her over at that time. During that 13 weeks, we had to you know, pay the markup and pay her through the temp staffing firm, but after that, she came on to our payroll. Now, the trick here is finding the right vendor. Don't make your decision based on price alone. I would make sure that they're part of the American Staffing Association. I'd at least ask for a professional bio from the owner or the CEO or COO. I'd check referrals, and I'd even ask for an informational purposes only certificate of work comp insurance just to make sure that they're properly covered. You can either contact the producer of that insurance yourself or have your PNC agent give them a call just to validate it. Now, locally-based operations are always my first go-to, but you shouldn't rule out national providers who specialize in your industry. Next up is recruiters. This is the most expensive option, but it's pretty effective. I actually have several employees hired through a recruiter. A good recruiter will do a lot of uh, front-end work for you, send you qualified applications, and then charge usually up to 25% of their annual salary as a finder's fee, but they'll also guarantee the performance of the employee. And last up is family, which I know can be a little tricky, but I wouldn't rule it out. I actually have several immediate family members working for me, and they all do an amazing job. I've had other family members in the past that haven't worked out and have had to let them go, and the key here is to obviously treat them like you would anyone else, which is, I know, easier said than done. But from my experience, it's been well worth the effort. Now, according to SilkRoad.com's 2015 report on talent acquisition strategies called Top Sources for Hire 2015, the best sources for hiring new employees are referrals from current employees, followed by job search engines, promotion of current employees, and then job boards. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. Step one Create a job description for each open position. Step two, ask current employees for referrals. If that doesn't work, move on to job boards and search engines. 
And if you're having a hard time after that, go with a temp staffing firm or a recruiter. And don't forget to consider family members as an option. If you're interested in learning more, check out the show notes for a link to silkroad.com's report. It's a great resource. In the next episode of Small Biz Brainiac, we're going to talk about applicant tracking systems. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.